Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Father and Son, a basketball podcast. I'm the father of Paul. With hey. me, my son, Luke. Hey, Luke. Hi. We're ready to talk hoops, in particular NBA hoops. As always, it's been a few weeks, but uh, looking forward to get back to it here. Uh, what We're about a third of the way through the NBA season, Luke. Um, yeah. And some interesting storylines so far. Where do you want to start? Uh, there's there, there have been some, some the teams. Rock, the Rockets losing slump. Yeah. Uh, Rockets have been like really surprising. They were bad in the beginning of the year, and then uh, with Harden obviously being out, and then they got kind of back on pace, and they were starting to make the playoffs, like fifth seed and stuff. And then they fell down, and now they're second to last in the West uh, ahead of Suns. Who Suns are obviously probably going to get robbed in the draft lottery again this off season. Headed for for but, a number of ping pong balls again yeah. this, this off season. The Suns, even though I don't think they were expecting to, because they signed Trevor Ariza with some talent. They got DeAndre Ayton, who's been really good, and they still have the All Star Devin Booker. And they, um, I mean, they don't have anybody else, but I definitely think that they, if they, they have some pieces. they have TJ Warren, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and if they could just get a point guard, mm-hmm. or if they could get, you know, maybe a small forward and run TJ Warren a power forward. I mean, they do have Josh Jackson. See, all they really need is a a sign like a big big name point guard, and I definitely think they're a playoff contender. Yeah, and you look at the the Western Conference right now, and and. and you mentioned that Houston is second from the bottom, just ahead of the Suns in terms of the standings. But then you look at the win loss percentage, and, and they're eleven and fourteen. I mean, they're they're not out of this by any they means. They are no way. Yeah, Suns are basically already. They're they're. I mean, what four and twenty? Right, four, four and forever. Right, but yeah. but the rest of the Western Conference, everybody's alive in in theory. Yeah, and another team I actually wanted to talk about that we didn't uh, talk about was Sacramento. Uh-huh. Uh, they have been surprising everyone, and everybody thought it would be a fluke, but they actually have kept on pace to possibly make the eighth seed this year, getting out of that playoff missing time. Like, they're probably, I think they're ninth seed right behind Dallas right now. Yep, and they are. They're 14-12, and 12 and Dallas 14-11. Yeah, and, and De'Aaron Fox is a big reason. De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. finally showing his superstar potential as he will become, I mean, yeah. And... So I know Luke. For for those who don't know, Luke has a number of jerseys that he's collected uh, over the years as a, a bas- the basketball aficionado that he is. And last year, what was the the jersey that you wanted for Christmas twenty seventeen? I wanted. I, I got a custom jersey. Yeah. I did, I got a Victor Oladipo shirt, and then yeah. I got and then we went to a Pacer game, the Raptors game in March last uh, in twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah. When did when did you get the Fox jersey? Uh, birthday. Okay. This year. Birthday. Okay. Yeah, I got the Fox jersey. Yeah. So the so because I really like Fox mm-hmm. Kings. Like ever since Fox was drafted uh, fifth overall, I just really liked his game in Kentucky. And he's then, improved a lot. Yeah, and he's just kind of, and he's a really uh, cool dude. Uh, he's a nice, um, cool outside life. A lot actually. I like to watch YouTubers and especially NBA mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, NBA 2K YouTubers. And they like to actually collab with NBA players that are available. And they've collabed uh, with De'Aaron Fox a lot playing basketball with him because Kings are Kings are really friendly with uh, YouTubers and um, 
And I just liked Fox's personality, showing that he's also, you know, like he's not one of those celebs that has like a big ego or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's really evolved into a nice player. And, um, you know, getting back to the Western Conference, I think you look mm-hmm. at the, you know, we talked about just that any number of teams can make the playoffs. And you look at really the Lakers, they're only a game and a half out of, they're, they're fifth right now, yeah. but they're only a game and a half out of first place. And it's surprisingly, right now, yeah. Luke, your Oklahoma City Thunder what? in first place with Wait, they're way, they're self-proclaimed playoff oh. P. Uh, they are in, uh, in, in first place in the West, 17-8 and eight, uh, as of this uh, podcast. Golden State, 19-9. and nine. Um, Steph Curry, I have a stat of the day for you. You want to hear a stat of the day? Yeah. All right, I'm totally stealing this from the Dan Patrick Show, but here's the stat of the day. I don't have the music to back it up. So if anybody's interested in contributing some stat of the day music, um, uh, let us know here at, at the podcast. Uh, okay, so here, here's my, my stat of the day. 50 and 91. 50 and 91? Okay, 91. Steph Curry right now has 91 three-pointers. He's tied for first in the NBA with... Kemba Walker? James Harden. James Harden? Yep. They both have 91. 50. Steph Curry. Steals. Shooting 50% from three-point range. Number one in the NBA. So, folks, not only does he lead the NBA in three-point shots made, but he leads the league in percentage at 50%. He's the greatest of all time, Luke. The greatest shooter of all time. And, and this, this coming from a diehard Reggie Miller fan, saw every Reggie clutch three. My inspiration was Reggie. That's the only reason why I shoot in basketball now. Hey, look, I think that's, that was our first email with background music. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah, my inspiration was Reggie. And I want to say Reggie is still the greatest shooter of all time, but even though stats don't back it up. And um, Ray Allen is considered the best, but yeah. Reggie was definitely one of the most clutch. Yes. Hit the big ones when I think he was one of the most underrated all-around players. I think he was one of the most underrated passers and defenders of all time. Because I think his passing was actually incredible, and they've never really viewed that. They've always viewed him as a as a, a, sh- uh, a three-point shooter. You, you look at his numbers, he would get rebounds, he would get assists, he would get steals, he would get blocks, and he was a good defender. And he took a lot of... There was a lot of unwarranted criticism that he wasn't a good defender when he really was. And he guarded Michael Jordan many times. And rebounding assists and points and steals and blocks. That brings us to the outstanding rookie, Luka Doncic. Oh, nice segue. Luka, he's really um, showing well as a rookie. Uh, Yeah, he is. Averaging, I think, the most points for a rookie... And I think either second or first for assists. So he's obviously a going to be a legend if he stays on this pace. I, I think statistically he's up there rookie year with like some of the greats, like Magic. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Ben Simmons. but Ben Simmons is going to win his second rookie of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons, he's a man. I mean, that he's, he's legit. He's a really good player. He can't yeah. shoot yet, but uh, once he can shoot, look out. And in the East, let's talk about the East because I think that's you know that's another inter- interesting um, uh, conference. You have Toronto in, in first place right now. I expected that. Uh, who's your league leader in assists? 
league leader in assists. I think it's Kyle Lowry. It is. He's averaging ten a game. Yeah, um, and which is very surprising, averaging I think six well, points as well. He has my boy. You know, my my favorite, my guy, Kawhi. Uh, you're, you know what, you... You know, you I love me su- some Kawhi. You Lynn. called him a superstar two years ago, and now you call him an ass. And I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I meant, what? I was going to say an eh star, but it like... I was going <laughs> to say an eh star. star. Okay, yeah, I got you. No, I didn't okay. say... No, I'm answer. not calling him that. I don't... I, don't, no. yeah, I, I like Kawhi. An eh star. Okay. Now, He's eh. which is getting me yeah. really, like, frustrated... That you still think when really he is a superstar? Luke and I have this thing where we're basically, anytime he mentions Kawhi, I'm like, eh. And he's like, what do you mean? He's great. And I'm like, eh, he's all right. But no, I think and Kawhi is a really good player. Obviously, Toronto is doing very well this year. They're, uh, they're first in the, in the East. But again, that's a, that's a conference that I think you know, is, is, is wide open right now when you look at you've got uh, Toronto <laughs> – I mean, they're they're you know they, they definitely have a nice advantage, two game lead over Milwaukee, um, but the Bucks playing really well with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Just wanted to be able to say you said that. it wrong. Uh, and uh, Philly right there, and then Indiana, our, our Pacers. Um, well, without Victor Oladipo, they're on a four game win streak, which is their best of the year. And Victor Oladipo, once he comes back, which should be soon because he just did practice today, right? And he's hopefully gonna be fine to come back in maybe the next week or so. That team is is an interesting team because here's what the Pacers have, have done lately to win games. They are running 10, 11, 12 guys at teams, and they're, they're able to do it because they're deep. They're an extremely deep team. They're able to flip their units and, and you know, have a whole wave of reserves come in. And, when, and, you know, when you're looking at late in the third and fourth quarter of games, they're able to close, it, close the deal out, and they've, they've done that lately without Vic. And again, this is a team that last year didn't win one game without Victor Oladipo. I think they went yeah. like zero and seven last year yeah, or something like that. Mike. And this year, they've I think they're seven and four, eight and four without him. Something so like that, yeah. um, big difference this year. Yeah, and I think it's also we lost Lance, but I think it's also the addition of Tyreek, and I think that Turner stepped up this year. Miles Turner has played great, especially the last few games. Well, like, I like that. Yeah, I like the, the, the man not. I like it. I like the man not. I'm in favor of it. He had a Twitter poll today. Miles, I'm in favor of the man not. Keep it. Um, uh, but he's yeah, Miles making a case as as a All NBA first team defensive player. I think he's. Uh, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant because like when Vic is in the game, she gets I think outshined. But the last couple of games, like, he only – look at stats. He's averaging 11-6, but he is averaging about three blocks. Um, but now on the court with Vic out there, with Vic out, Turner's looking like the star that everybody expected him to be when Vic came. But then Vic showed that he was the star of this team. Yep. All right. Well, Luke, I think that's uh, – it. you know, it was a good uh, – Good to catch up on the NBA. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? The Celtics. The Celtics. Let's talk about the Celtics. They are surprisingly, they've been like out of this surprise. Like I thought they'd be top two seed automatically with Hayward coming back. But then Hayward's had a very disappointing season this year. And nobody's really doing uh, too well. Celtics are on a big win streak. They've won six in a row. I know. They are on a big win streak. But they're still fifth seed below Pacers, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. And Milwaukee, 
if they keep if they can keep up this pace, they're gonna be dangerous in these because they were seventh seed last year and they've somehow improved adding Brooke Lopez, I think is their only free agent. Just traded for George Hill, getting rid of John Henson and mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Delvadova. Delhi. Delhi back to Cleveland. Now, Such good, a big deal. Hey, good to see George Hill, who's the consummate professional. Good to see him not languishing Cleveland. I'm really happy. George, a local guy, went to IUPY here in Indianapolis. I had an opportunity to interview George Hill when he was uh, a freshman in college. Uh, he he he's did the interview after a practice in which he got a, a big fat lip. Uh, and I remember he wasn't feeling too great and, and really didn't uh, want to talk, but he was a consummate pro back then. And still is today, and so that was uh, really happy to see him land uh, for a contender in the East and has a chance to, to do something in the playoffs. I think he's a good asset to Milwaukee. He is, but I still think that Milwaukee lost the trade because Henson. they, yeah, they lost Henson, but they do have Thon Maker, but uh, now is their backup center. But they, I mean, Delvado is not too big of a loss. But then they lost a second round pick. If I were the Cavs, I would have just been asking for just a second round. I would have just been asking for a second round pick, and that's it, basically. Because yeah, George Hill's older, and he's a veteran, but he's not going to do much for your team. Yeah. Well, I, I think he can still bring something to, to Milwaukee, that veteran leadership and that you know backup point guard, shooting guard mm-hmm. role yeah. uh, on a team that, you know, in, come playoff time, that's an invaluable um, yeah. spot to be in. So, all right, anything else you want to touch on? Nope. All right, cool. Well, We'll do this again soon. Uh, We appreciate you joining us here on Father and Son, a basketball podcast. Talk to you next time.